Let's bow our heads and pray. Our Heavenly Father, who who has sent His only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to die for us. We thank you that you've got this whole world in your hand. And we acknowledge that you've, paid, you've got every human being in your hand. You've got all the nations of this world in your hand. And we believe and in all these situations, you have got a plan, an eternal plan. And so also this morning, we thank you for this opportunity. Knowing that you want to speak to us, you want to show us your eternal plan, and Lord, you want to use us for your kingdom's sake. And so we pray that this morning's hour, wherever it may be, here, other places in our country, across the world, that you would be there, and Lord, that you would work. May your word, Lord Jesus, come in your heavenly power and do its rightful work in our hearts, in our midst, wherever your children are. And wherever people are listening in this morning, that you would be with them there, and that you would bless this hour. Bless your servant. Grant him the words that might do that which you planned it to do. This we ask in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. There's a name that the devil fears. And one word spoken by that name dispels all darkness and all evil. And that's the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we pray, as we have prayed this morning, that through it, his word might go out and reach many people. We thank the Lord for everything that he's doing. How he's speaking to people, changing their hearts. How he even speaks to people that belong to Satan, Satanists. How they are touched by that name and how he works. Mm. 
This morning I read a word. And it pertains to all of us. The Lord says, I stand at your door. At your door, not the neighbor, not your wife, not your children, at your door. And he says, I knock. You'll hear him knocking today. And he says, he who opens that door of his heart, he says, if you just open, I'll come in and you will eat with me and I will eat with you. So this morning, the table is laden. Open the door. You hear the children? Open. Just pray. Pray in your heart. Lord, I open my door. Will you come and grant me the food I need this morning? And because when you eat that food, he'll show you who you are. And he can prepare you for what lies ahead, even this week. So may God bless his word. We'll ask the choir to sing. And after that, we'll leave it over to God's servant. Thank you. Kwa kizo kula matula bema tatu, elokala ngele sisutu, 
Last Kuluma Konango, Ingeleso Skamego, Sugungena Gwa Jesu, E Jerusalem, Lapo Abandu Bajabula Kona, Sugu, Lowendala Gwama Sundu, Abandu Bendala Masundu, Nengubo Zabo, Uguba Inkosu Jesu, Hambe, Ikibeli, Itolele Mbongoli, Hambe, Pezgu Ako, Loko, Bamemeza Abandu, Babuzu Utungubani Na, Lona, Kwa Tua Inkosi Yama Kosi, Ujesu Kresu, Inkosi Yama Kosi, Umsindisu Wezwe, Ngakoge Uvula Ammetle Zumpumbu, Tapilise Abandu, Bandu bambabaze ikamalake bati mkulu kakulu. Besisi ya gwele singisi elikulu mango msindisi omkulu. Umsindisi weto babaze gayo. Umsindisi owazu utashinji zimpilo za bandu siti. E, Angjelua nganenga enye ya loku e, e, ugui kona kono ugui kiniso. Labega tebe ngjela bangjele nje inganye ngane kakulu. Ngakoge nyambabaza unkulu nkulu. Gisuga enkazmulueni, enkazmulueni. Ntola manda amasha ngenga gutu nkulu nkulu setuze wami. Umagunje emhlabeni kobanjani ngosuku lokugcina usuku olukhulu lapho sohlangana khona nonkulunkulu simbona ubuso nobuso na siyambabaza uNkulunkulu sithi kuyisimanga kakhulu ukuhlangana nonkulunkulu sigcineke ngelesizulu usathane akanawo amandla
I greet you. We thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. That was singing to us in Sutu. Through the grace of God. That is what the leader of our mission taught us that we must learn different languages. That's why we wanted to thank them. Here and there, we understood what they said, and thank you for the Sutu song. That is why I say, by the grace of God, as you see, there are, we are not complete. There are some that are in Mozambique. There are also those that have gone out to the different branches. And 
that God's work is great. And I'm so thankful that the MC mentioned that which the last song is which the choir sang that the devil has no power and that through the blood of our Lord Jesus in the name of our Lord Jesus we can conquer. That is what it's like when God's spirit is at work. He didn't know that they would sing that song. And I can testify to that. Did not know that they sing it, but it was revealed to him. And it's happened to me that I will get a word, it will be revealed to me, and it is the word that Reverend Stegen preaches about. That's when you are one in the Lord, and that's how the Lord works. This morning, those who were speaking on Kwezi, it's as if they took my whole sermon. And I did not tell them. But by it being revealed to them, they were able to mention that which I will speak about today. And that's just to show you and tell you that God is still at work among us. What can you say about it? Can you oppose it? And I was so amazed that they spoke about this word that I will be talking about. That is how God works, if you do not know how God works. And if you have not realized how God works, may you search for it to understand how God works. And when I was seated here, the fire of God was in my heart. When I heard the MC mention it this and then as well the choir sing it is that which I will be talking about. And as we heard, if you allow the Lord to knock and you open your door, you will hear what God has got to say to us today. There are those that have a question about me. Say, but we do not see you here on Sundays anymore. We go out to preach the gospel. We go to funerals. 
There's the answer. Now you have it. There were those that had the question and even came to me saying, we do not see you on Sundays anymore. And we go out, we take funerals. Even now they have also gone out to the different branches. We don't even get to all of them because there are so many. And next Sunday, we will have a wedding. And that's just an announcement that we know. Next Sunday, there will be a celebration here. On the 28th of August. There'll be a wedding, there'll be a great celebration, there will be happiness and joy. Shall we pray before we read God's word? Lord, the one who is drowsy, may you shake them. To the one whose mind is wandering, Lord, Jesus Christ, we ask, may you bring him back to be with us here. May you speak to us through your word. Amen. 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 My theme is forgiveness and to part from evil. And the word I will share today is especially on the true foundation. We will read from Mark chapter 14. No, chapter 11. Sorry, from Mark chapter 11. We will read a few verses. And then we will also we will read a few verses and also out of Second Timothy. It will be the second chapter. It has been for a while that this word has been on my heart. I took a service on this portion at another place. Especially in the especially in the book of Timothy. And we'll read from Mark 11, from verse 25. 
ubani namakubu no munye uguze no ito osezulini antetelele ispambego zinu. And whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also, who is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. This word that we need to forgive is important. Our Father in heaven will not forgive us if we do not forgive. You may believe and live a life of faith where you even confess your sins and you go and you go and say, apologize to others, but you do not forgive. Your Father in heaven will not forgive you. There is a well known preacher. And when when he says in the Lord's Prayer, when it says, gets to the part where it says, and may I forgive those who have trespassed against me so that God can forgive as well, he does not mention that. His whole congregation keeps quiet and he as well when it gets to that part. Ask you as you are here, can you pray and say, Father, forgive me as I forgive those who have trespassed against me. Maybe you preach, maybe you testify, maybe you sing, but forgiveness is not something in you. You constantly have grudges in your heart. They do not come to an end. It is said that those who are born in the month of October forgive. And I've also, I was born in that month. Something is said to me, it quickly passes over. I'm not, yeah, the Lord has, as if the Lord has added more that I could be forgiven of that. Because I got saved when I was 13 years old. I do not know what apartheid is. Because the gospel got hold of me when I was still young. And I, I said, when I go to a funeral, I don't mind. I'll take a white person along because my surname is Zebra. You white people, I love you. I love you as I love myself. 
If you black people still have this in you that you do not love a white person, that it is a problem for you. And you white people, if you do not love the black people, there is a problem in you. What is apartheid like among us? You say and you feel that you believe and that you are a Christian, but you still have apartheid. You are like a cockroach. When something is sprayed over it, it will lie still. And yet, it is still alive because apartheid is still in you. In verse 26 in the Zulu Bible, it says, If you do not forgive, a Father in heaven will not forgive you. Brethren, this is something so important. Where you do not forgive, where you say, our forefathers, these nations did this to them, and you do not forgive. Have you forgiven your sister? Have you forgiven your brother? Someone who does, is not in our church he told me this story once. Said, I was going to be teaching at a certain school. And my brother went to the principal and said, Please don't put my sister into this school. My brother. Oh. And he spoke to me and said, My heart is so sore. Why is that? My sister, she did not allow me to go into that school. And I gave him some homework. I said, when you get home, read Mark 11, verse 26. And then he phoned me. And he said, you know what? It doesn't, I, I cannot forgive her. It, I, I, I cannot just not forgive my sister for what she has done to me. He has a position in the church where he is, but to forgive, it does not come to him. Says it does not pass through my heart. I cannot forgive her. You see here at home, as we are here and we are worshiping together. When we are finished preaching and we we'll ask Malume to come and close.
Now, he will not say, or will not say that he must not come and, and say the Lord's prayer. And he won't just come in and say, let us say our Father. He will not say that. Why is that? When he grew up, we did not just close off with the Our Father. It was not said here in our church. When I was 14, 14 years old, I went with my sister and we asked Reverend Stegen. Said, we have come out of our churches. When we close off the service, why do we not say to our Father and say, may, we, may you forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us? He said, I do not want to put people into sin. Because we can get to the end of the service and we can say the Lord's Prayer and then by you saying it, you are now sinning because you have not forgiven as you are praying. Are you able to say the Lord's Prayer and say, may you forgive me my trespasses as I have uh, forgiven those who have trespassed against me? Can you say that? Said, I do not want to put people into sin. We asked him again, what does Amen mean? It says that you agree. And why are there some that do not say Amen? There are some children that come to me and I teach them. You parents, you do not teach them to say Amen. By you saying Amen, you are agreeing with what you have asked together with to God. Young people, grasp this mystery. When you have come for counseling and you're praying about your sins to be forgiven, if you don't say Amen, it shows that you don't agree with the prayer. The child looks at you, looks up to you as a crab. Where the mother crab said to her child, why, why did you walk straight? Why do you walk so skew? 
And the child said, Well, mother, can you please walk and I can see? How now am I humble? Well, you, mother, you also walk crooked, skew. You don't walk straight. That is why your children do not say amen. When you are at home, you father, you pray, and then your wife, when you say amen, your wife keeps quiet next to you. And all the children keep quiet as well. It's only you, the Father, that says Amen. And Jesus saw in his disciples that they are now ready to say the Lord's Prayer, saying, Our Father in heaven. Because it was those disciples that came to Jesus and said, teach us to pray. And Jesus taught them how they should pray. From 1963, when Kwasis Bantu started, till now, 2022, we have not said the Our Father where we say, Lord, forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. What's the going on, Jesus? Until the Lord shall return. I'm asking, sorry, will, will, is it, will it be till the Lord comes back? where we say that we will forgive those who have sinned against us and that is why we ask for forgiveness as well. And as As a family, do you come together and are you able to pray this prayer that forgive us as we forgive those who have sinned against us. Maybe you count and you say, so-and-so has done this and that to me. We were taught that when the adults would speak, they would tell the children to go play outside. And that's why the children are the way they are, because you speak whatever you want to in front of the children. And that is why we need to cry out to God and say, Lord, create within me that I am able to forgive. Without our Father in heaven, nothing will be able to change in you. You need to cry out and say, Lord, create in me something new. Our 
Our Father in heaven will hear your prayer if you cry out and you say, I cannot forgive my parents. You are an orphan and you still you cannot forgive your parents. I trust that all that I have mentioned from this chapter is clear. We'll read together out of Second Timothy two from from verse eighteen. Nineteen. Nineteen, sorry. no Verse 19, But God's firm foundation stands, bearing this seal. The Lord knows those who are His, and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Just by mentioning God's, the, the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, you need to depart from iniquity. That is the firm foundation that has this seal. You know the foundation that has been laid here at home. Here at Kwasizabantu Mission. 1963, From 1963, Reverend Stegen has held weddings the way that we do it till today. Even the way that we conduct our engagement services is the same as was done in, since 1963. Now take note, it is not from 1966 that it was revealed to him, but from 1963 that is how the Lord showed it to him. He stood on this firm foundation which people hate. Let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Anyone who calls themselves a child of the Lord. And it shows, tells us that the Lord knows the ones that are His. As we are here, the Lord knows who are His. If you are spoken to and then anger, irritability comes up within you, are you a child of God? Are 
If you find all this irritability coming up in your heart, especially as a child, if you are sent to do something, but at any age, if that comes up in your heart, are you a child of God? And that is this firm foundation that stands, that bears the seal. Now this young man that will be getting married on Sunday, on Sunday will be the first time that he will put out his arm and take her by the hand. Because he will be getting a a pure uh, girl. And it's on that same foundation from 1963, there was um, a lady that came to me and said, Reverend Stegen held our engagement and he was at our wedding ceremony and I'm still here today. And the true gospel, there's no place for visiting each other and getting to know each other. Uh, but young people, today, you embarrass us. You find that a girl, all she wants to do is talk to boys. Speak to a boy. And the girl wants to speak to the boy. When we grew up in our time, it was never like this that you would go and chit chat boys and girls. Young people, listen, I am here on the pulpit. I speak the truth. You are lowering the standard. There were some, they were about to get engaged, and I said, Reverend, I am not going to their engagement. People that are so well acquainted, that speak in this manner to each other, and soon they'll tell you, now we want to get married. This is the firm foundation that stands, bearing that seal where the Lord says, I know who are mine. Among what group are you counted? Verse 19 we read, But God's firm foundation stands, bearing the seal. The Lord knows those who are His. Among whom are you counted? Are you among those who are, have a firm foundation? If you look at this building, it stands because it is on a firm foundation. And may you also be on a firm foundation 
that everyone can see that you have departed from all iniquity. If you have not departed from iniquity, depart. There we read that let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Don't we say, oh, I thank the Lord, and there you name the, the Lord's name. You say that you are a believer. You say you are a Christian. And you count yourself among the, the holy ones. Have you departed from iniquity? They have a seal and it is known and seen that they are children of God. Nowadays, the girls, they wear a dress that all the way to the floor. But Young girl must dress in a way that you can see this is a, a true young girl. You know that they will, you will see that they are not pure anymore. And if you, you see that the way they are dressed, you can read between the lines. See this person. Why do you Why as a young girl do you dress like an old lady as if you, it's not your time yet? And even Reverend Stegen from the pulpit said, May you cut your hair in a way that you can see this is a young girl. I'm reminding you, and even the way you dress, that you can see this is a pure girl. Nowadays, you can't see is this a pure girl or not because everyone wears the long dresses. Ask from the older people, how should I dress? And you, young man, ask from the older people, this pants that I'm wearing is so tight it squeezes me. All of this is a seal that is on you. You need to see whether you are a child of God. People read us. And they observe us. Do we truly show, do we have a seal showing that we are children of God? And the way that we speak, we are looked at. Are we true children of God or not? You being quiet, God can already see your heart in the condition to see where you are at. 
This is what I have been revealed to today about this word. Noko isegelo esqinileskangulungulusimi. But God's firm foundation stands. Simi njesino Paulaso isegeloskangulungulusimi. Standing firm, bearing its this seal. Ugotu ubaba umama isegelo sokolo melesponagale guwe. Whether you are a father or a mother, that, fu- that firm foundation of the gospel must be seen in you. The Lord knows those who are his because they have departed from iniquity. This, this is an amazing word. It shakes us. It stirs us. Where do we stand spiritually? Don't tell me that you are a true believer if you are still troubled by pornography and cell phones. You are fooling yourself if you say that you are a child of God and pornography is still something that rules your life. Where is your life headed to? Where are you heading spiritually? With regards to forgiveness, and spiritually, where do you stand if you are still ruled by pornography? Maybe you give too much to the church, which is not bad, and you give with money. And that money which you have received, you receive because you sell alcohol, but you want to show that you are faithful in the church by giving your portion. And you make all these concoctions at home. You do all these home brews at home and you sell, you make money, and then you bring that money to the church and everyone sees, oh, this person is so faithful. When you get to heaven and you say, Lord, but I had given money, and you will be told, no, you go this way. Go to those where there is the gnashing of teeth. Oh, no.
May you be firm in your foundation, believe and do not leave it. Is Kachi so This is a time where we are not moved by anything that we are firm in the Lord. First Corinthians 15 verse 58 says, May we be steadfast in the Lord and may nothing move us. Those who want to leave, let them leave, but let us remain and be firm in the Lord. We want to thank the Lord for his word. It's been clear. You've been asked questions. You've been l- the table has been laid in specially for you. Have you got an unforgiving heart? Then you're not building on that foundation. That foundation stands for sure. If you want God to forgive you, then you forgive first also. A grudge doesn't kill your enemy. A grudge kills you. And always remember this. When a person starts complaining and point, pointing fingers, firstly he's not building on that foundation because he would start with himself. But always remember and don't be moved. A person that blames and criticizes, exactly that is what he is like. Often we laugh at politicians. They blame others exactly for what they are like. And Baba Tuba said in the beginning, you know what, what is racism like in your heart? Many people cannot forgive there. These days I heard of somebody. He blames the other races. We are like that because of them. And you know, they are often the very ones that bring up and raise this issue of racism. But we Christians are built on a foundation. We are the peacemakers. If people should see love, and care for each other, they should find it amongst Christians. Friends, that's a seal. You know how many times we have people coming here 
They came here prisoners or visitors. And one thing grips them. One of the things that grips them. They see that seal. They love each other. They care for each other. And it doesn't just happen through the mouth. But through your deeds. And let's ask ourselves, am I, am I able to care, work, help the next person as I would do myself? People, you don't have to say a thing. People will see the seal. It's sealed, closed. This, this is where Christ is because it's built on the right foundation. And never ever forget the crab story. In your family, ask yourself, is that seal there? Is, can it be seen without the word? You know, a seal is a seal. It just closes. Whoop. It's, it's true. This is what it's like. If you want to preach the gospel, start at home. Start at home. You've got a, a congregation at home. And if that congregation commits sin and does things that are wrong, then know there's something wrong with your sermons. You know, you can see a person, you can see a, a family within seconds. You've actually summed up. Is it on the foundation or not? My child, do you really want to do this? You can decide. You know, my child, maybe somebody older comes and says, so and so, do this. It's not the father, the mothers, the mothers are a problem. The mothers are a big problem because then it's a mother that say, my child, do you think you would like to do that? Now she gives the child to decide what to do. And when the child throws tantrums, the parent doesn't know what to do. Remember that in the olden Zulu culture, when a child sees an older person, any old person, that person is a parent to that child and they would obey that person. But today, things have changed. Yeah. Now that still you will never change. 
this is not are you known by God or are you does God know you that's the question not if if you think God knows you the question is does God know you does he see that in your family life you know Abdube said it in the beginning. The young people, the children of today, think of it. If your children, be honest, if your children should be the grown-ups tomorrow, what will the situation be like? Don't think it'll go better than what it's now. We have to speak about these things. Wherever it is in the world. Look at a child. Then you know what the parents are like. And you know, if a child isn't obedient on the spot, because that's what we are taught. That's the seal you cannot change. God expects you to be obedient immediately. If you're not obedient immediately, it's delayed obedience, which is disobedience. Don't come with your gospel. Don't come with your ideas. You've heard God has worked and laid bare the foundation from the beginning of the revival. He's given us something which is precious, which is critical. Don't, don't come with your nonsense. As we are reminded of being married in purity, friends, our home life, our life at home, what is it like? If you can't live in purity with your own girls, I don't mean you have to sleep around or do whatever. You know what it means. We have, that foundation has been laid. But what are we, what are we teaching our children today? Where will the children learn? This is the seal. Keep away from all evil. Keep aloof from it. And this seal you will recognize in any family. You hear that, my children? I don't want to preach to others, but I don't preach to you. You'll see that seal, and one number one on that whole list is obedience. Hear it, Kinder. Have you heard? Not what you want, not that your mother asks you what you want. You do what your mother exactly wants, 100%. Don't change. And so we can go through life. There are seals, faithfulness, 
Are you faithful? That's the seal of a Christian. Faithfulness. God says that's the seal. My people, I will be known by this. Are you able to show mercy? So that God can show mercy to you. Now it's good as a family, you just sit and take, take note. What is it like? Where, what, what's happening? Where are my children heading to? No, sometimes I wonder. We as parents want to be friends of the children. But our Heavenly Father taught us the beginning of wisdom is to fear Him. And children, the beginning of wisdom here for you guys, you've got parents and you've got to, so to say, fear them. Not in a bad way, no. There's a good way. That's the Lord Jesus taught us. We've got to teach and understand. When you understand that, you'll do to your heavenly Father the same way. The you are a parent. What you say is right. If they argue with you, then you are... Let me stop because people will say, ah. But you know what you are. May God help us that it can be seen and this will be the sign you stand aloof and keep away from all evil. And what is good and what from above will be seen in that life. I'll ask him to close with prayer. May you open the door and let the Lord work in your heart. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for these wonderful words of life that you've spoken to us this morning. May may we make them part of us, part of our lives, part of our family lives, there where you've placed us. So that we can build our life on the proper foundation, which is you, our Lord Jesus Christ. And as we part now, we ask you to please be with us wherever we go, to protect us, to hold your loving hand and caring hand over us. Thank you, Lord, for 
so that your name might be glorified through our lives. Amen. Amen.